Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco. And today we have personal trainer, motivator, activist of women's rights. We have a wonderful individual here, a creative, a content creator, one of the most viral uh, fitness accounts that you can find on social media. The woman behind it. You like the intro? Masi Arias is in here. Masi, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you for having me. Masi, I'm really excited to, to finally get in front of you. I got a funny story that I like to share. So the first time that I saw Masi, she didn't see me. We were at SoFi Stadium and you were doing the, what is it, like that, the horn thing? Yeah. Uh, you were there for a Chargers game. So I, yes. I DJ at Chargers games. So I was about 20 feet away, but I was through a, like a big glass. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm trying to get your attention. And I'm like, literally going like, and she was never going to see me because there's like thousands of people there. But like, I'm over here like, and then, uh, Later, I, like I, I, I shoot you a DM, and I'm like, "Hey, Masi, <laughs> we, uh, I was, I was at at SoFi Stadium. We didn't get to connect, but I love to connect with you. So, I love it. So that is where our story starts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in my own little world. And sometimes now, I'm just thinking all the time. So I'm just walking through. Say, like I'm just walking out and. I'm in my own little world. And now you're here. And you had this really awesome, like, blue suit. So you have a good memory. Yeah. It wasn't a suit. It looked like a suit. Oh, it was? It was like it a suit. It was workout clothes. They're so <laughs> tight. They just look like a costume. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was like superhero-esque. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk. You know, I want to I wanna go back to, like, when you first originally said, I want to do fitness. When was that? Fitness, I, I, wow. Um, so we were talking about, you know, before we started um, filming, it's 11 years later. Wow. Um, something that just fell on my lap. I didn't say, oh, I'm just going to do fitness. Fitness became part of my life in order to get out of depression. And fitness pretty much gave me the tools today for everything that you see today. So the person that I was 11 years ago, yeah. it's not the person that I am today. So I had a lot of rebuilding to do, a lot of self-work to do, body dysmorphia, depression, not knowing where I was going to go. Yeah. Um, I've been independent since I was 17 years old. Wow. And um, I came to the States when I was 13, from the Dominican and maybe three years later my father decides I'm leaving <laughs> I'm leaving the United States I need a break I'm done he had um, a couple of businesses and it was really stressful to the point where he said I'm going and I said to them to my parents that is um, my parents back home and my dad here in the States I'm not going anywhere I'm gonna stay after all the bullying, after acclimating to a culture, af after all, I'm not going back. 
So I stayed. Wow. Yeah. Were, what was their, their initial reaction to that? I mean, we're talking about Latinx, right? We're talking about Latinos. Like, no parent wants to see their only daughter alone. Yeah. Um, and I've been always super independent since I was very little. And they didn't want it. I, and I emancipated legally. Wow. I, I've been a rebel. I was a rebel. Oh, my God. My life completely transformed. For those that don't know what emancipated is, do you mind breaking that down? Um, well, legally, every state is going to be different um, in the states. So emancipation means I'm an adult and you can do that when you're 17. So you're pretty much saying um, I'm emancipated from my parents. I am yeah. I am graduating right. and I am out and legally I am going to take care of myself. Man, to, to do that. And for your for you know your parents to 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 accept it, that must have been a, a a wild time. You know, like I've always been, like for starters, when I came to the states, I was the one who got it to the social security office and got socials for my brothers and I. So I've always been super mature and responsible. In the Mexican culture, we would say, it is movida. Yeah. You know, you're like always like on the go making moves. Yeah. Soy Maribel, la de Encanto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So pretty much I... You just forgot your glasses. I, I did. Yeah. Actually, I used to wear glasses. Not a lot of people know that. And got I got LASIK. LASIK, oh, LASIK. <laughs> Life changer right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, Fred got LASIK too? Yeah. For free? Wow. Yeah, he was in the Lucky Marine Corps. Him. Yeah. Have but you got LASIK, Marvin? Do you need it? Hopefully you won't. It. Hopefully you won't. But yeah, I've been super independent and I've been always getting amazing grades at school and avid reader and had... My parents knew I was responsible. That's and good. they were they were okay and i had a plan and that plan went south when i ended up um just undertaking a lot of responsibility that i shouldn't have at the age that i did and when you're a teenager if you understand how brain development of a teenager works we well at that time i'm not a teenager anymore <laughs> um we at that point we think that we know it all we yeah. have an inability to process information so we act reckless mm. and up until the age of 25 is when our brains are completely developed and we're able to make rational decisions and able to see consequences later on wow. so i ended up just doing all the right like the wrong things getting a job i was going to school full-time getting a job while i was going to school um trying to just I've always been just adult-like yeah. and not having my parents, not having that solid um, family structure and continuing that. I, I wasn't born with money, but I was born in a household where my parents taught me gems, morals, hard work, doing the right thing, yeah. loving people, being kind. I mean, I already had a lot of those good values, but 
I ended up doing all the wrong things, um, dropping out of school, getting a full-time job, excelling at that job to the point that by 19, I was making more money than a teacher that graduated um, and spent X amount of years um, studying. Yeah, And, right. you know, the love for independence and money, I got caught up in a really awful relationship um, in that interim of me deciding what I wanted to do for school. You know, I went a little bit ahead of the story. Uh, my brother developed Burkitt's lymphoma, it's a form of cancer, and he was told he was not gonna make it, wow. and I saw a miracle. I was 17, that's when I decided to emancipate. And my first year of college lived uh, pretty much at Presbyterian Hospital, 165, right there. Wow. Um, and I lived there for a year, pretty much, going back and forth. That's when I had a job, I got a job. Um, at Aldo, Aldo accessories, it, my first job. Um, and from there, 18 years old, trying to go to school full time, trying to work part time, um, being there for my family, just a lot of responsibility that I, I now, um, I could honestly say it's what made me who I am, resilient right. and relentless. I feel like that is is in us, the the being resilient and you know our. I was talking to a friend yesterday about how you know our parents were in uh, survival mode, you know, pretty much their entire life, and how that's not really quite for for most people of you know our um, you know here in the states like first gen or you know second gen and so on. It's not quite the same as as you know our parents had it, but it seems like for you, you were also in in a sense like in survival mode at by the age of of seventeen. Yeah, I mean, what people do not realize, especially this generation, this generation, we're living a generational curse. So, for example, if you look at Dominican Republic, we were stripped first and foremost. We're Venezuelans that settled. In, in DR. So Venezuela and DR are pretty tied together. Yeah. They don't know it. We've forgotten our history. So think about um, indígenas, mm -hmm. Tainos. We were considered Tainos. Yeah. And here comes European colonization, and they strip us from our resources, from everything that we had. Yeah. And now we're working to get what we once had i mean and we can look at every single cultural uh culture whether you're african-american or a person of color it's yes you are on survival mode yeah. because we don't have the same starting points than people who had one leg up right based on what i mean man why do conversations with me always have to go deep <laughs> they always have to go deep we now we're deep. here like deep. we are deep well we're deep we're already in it we're you know, already, we're already in, it, in it so if you look at the dominican republic right um we were stripped from our resources we were taught to hate each other we were taught that black skin that it wasn't you know even colorism yeah. you can see how slavery right. has enabled colorism and there's different parts of the world and cultures and, and countries, they have colorism. For sure. So when you look at just TV, what was our representation for Afro-Latinos? 
or for people of color, Celia Cruz. Yeah. And then even now, what we're praising, we open our hands. And not necessarily I'm saying that we have to go back 100 years and and people have to pay for what their ancestors did back then. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not saying that, but what you see is that we're just scratching the surface. And I am really lucky. Maybe I was born with those traits and or maybe it was a a combination of innate traits and characteristics of my personality and the environment that I was put in that led me to try to scratch the surface because everything that has happened in my life, if you follow me for like 11 years, you've known that my life has not been very easy, but everything has served a purpose where yes, I have to work harder even yeah. in the industry when i penetrated the fitness industry in america mind you if you don't if i don't open my mouth you don't know where i'm from depending on how i wear my hair if it's straight i'm going to look different if it's curly now i'm going to look different if it's done in a different way i will look different right so when i started the fitness industry i was told i'm not going to make it you're not going to make it you are you're not commercial you don't have the look and having to penetrate that market and do it not only for Latinos, for people of color, for people that look like me, for creatives, for people who were different. I yeah. mean, it's maybe it's a combination of both, but I am telling you, we are blacks, browns. And when I say blacks and browns, I mean, browns of all different cultures. We're just scratching the surface right now some harder than others yeah but we are right no that's that's a beautiful thing thank you for sharing that i, I think it's uh a beautiful thing that you're not just aware of it but you you talk about it and um you know you represent it very well i think representation is is key in in the industry that that we're in and and you, you know you're a prime example of a beautiful example of that um masi i want to I want to, you mentioned it's been 11 years. Take me back to when Masi Arias or, you know, Manco Fit. Back then, Manco Had Fit. zero followers. Who was Masi at that point? <sighs> it was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never changed, to be quite honest. I, I think... I just flow and the same person that I was back then is the same person that I am today. It's just a more sophisticated and more intelligent through life. I mean, we all, anyone right. who's in, like say, if you're in your twenties, you've unlocked a level. If you're in your thirties, you've unlocked a level. If you're in your forties, like we all arrive at different levels. I'm just at a different level, Yeah. but who I am at core hasn't changed. I'm still the same hardworking person. I'm still the same responsible person. I'm still, you know, that person that people come to for advice and to rely on in that column that's pretty much there for everyone. Yeah. So I take my job really serious. I love what I do. It fell on my lap. Um, I didn't look at fitness as a form, as a career. I actually wanted to be in forensic pathology wow 
because um, human behavior and just humans, the brain, I find humans just incredible. The way they think. I was obsessed uh, with like criminal minds. Uh, my dad was in the military. My stepdad, still my dad, was in the military. And for some reason, it's just like, oh, I don't know. It's just fascinating how people think. And I wanted to be, I wanted to know, like, why did you commit that murder? How right. did this person die? A lot of people don't know this. Um, <laughs> and then I fell into retail, ended up doing um, visual merchandising. Like I, anything that I do, I try to say, and throughout 11 years, I've just harbored many talents because I don't think about, oh, I can't do this. I won't be able to do this. I go and say, how? How did this person do it? And right. if they can, so so can I. Right. And I've always been that way. So I was into everything that I'm into right now. It's just that fitness now became my career. And I remember it's so incredible. And like people need to hear this because they need to believe it. And, and when I say I am that person, super positive, I think every anyone and everyone has the capacity to achieve their goals and to achieve um, their objectives. It's just that some people will have a starting point that is not favorable mm. or they may not have the right resources, but they can create those resources little by little. So when I started, um, I literally started experimenting on myself because I needed to feel better. I have a lot of um, family in the medical field um, and I just didn't want to be medicated. And in, when I felt through my depression, and maybe I didn't touch on this, um, not having the support of my mom, not having, not the support, not having her close. Mm. There was things that I still needed to learn as a woman, still needed to see. And when you're alone as a teenager and growing as a young woman, you're going to get, you're highly impression, uh, impressionable. Yeah. So you're going to seek different paths. And I fell into a depression and depression hit me in a different way, in a way that I didn't want to eat. My body was just eating itself, destroying itself. Yeah. And I, it wasn't until I started moving. I mean, I, I tried pretty much any, like everything, like CBT, psychotherapy, anything that you can think of um, besides being heavily medicated yeah. and just prescription medication. And I started just moving and I'm just giving you a very surface level. Yeah. Um, we only have the time that we have, but I literally started researching about brain chemistry. How can I get better? I started exercising and I remember I grabbed this book that said, um, that I needed to go out and get out mm. and seek help. And when I found fitness, I was just doing cardio, literally, just to feel better and going to the gym. And I've always been an extroverted kind of person. So I started engaging and I started, I don't know what it is about people telling me that I can't do something because it just, it just ignites yeah. um, something in me. And I just, fell in love with, with, with everything that I was feeling. Um, and it wasn't until I started realizing like, wait a second, I just need to do something different because my body, 
my body is just like I am really small and I felt weak mentally, physically, and I started weightlifting. And from there on, I, I mean, the journey has been insane. Um, I started getting a following. I was literally just sharing genuinely, just like I do it today, yeah. my journey. And people just saw me just transforming, it, not just the body. My brand has never been about body transformation. It's been about everything else that comes with that body transformation, resilience, um, working on yourself, building a career, getting all these opportunities, putting myself out there. And just people just resonated with that and just continue to follow me. And I remember getting my first certification when um, people started asking me for advice. I'm like, why are you asking me for advice? <laughs> um, I really need to hit the books. And I found myself at libraries consuming all this information, looking at all these magazines, being wowed by, oh, my God, you can take your body from here to there, being that I'm Dominican and we're known for being voluptuous. And at that time, I had a lot of body dysmorphia. I looked at my body and I said, well, I don't look like these women. Yeah. Yeah. And I got cheated on and, and belittled by not looking like these women. And it, it made me, it, it literally created this body dysmorphic disorder and all these things. And I started just researching and uh, once I got people's attention and like, what are you doing? I just didn't want to misinform anyone and it just fell on my lap. Um, then I started doing one-on-ones and I didn't want to pay a gym. And mind you, listen to this, because this is where you have to be resourceful. I got a membership from Planet Fitness. Okay. $20. Yep. And I would jump on a train. I used to live in Brooklyn in Crescent. Remember that stop? That's yep. the hood for people that do not know yeah. this. And I would jump on the train, go and train a client. Like I was training them like we're friends. Like bring a friend. I would go to the locations in uh, Brooklyn, then hop on, go to Manhattan, hop on, go to the Bronx, hop off, go to the second. It was just hopping. And I would wake up very early, five in the morning, and come back home super late. And at that time, you know, like it was just hustling. Were you every going to time. different, different locations fitness? until I got caught? <clears throat> and until then I was banned. Caught. This is this is a really good story. How do you, Planet Fitness banned me. How do you get caught? Like, oh, I got caught because you're not supposed to train people. Oh. So at some point, you know, I'm not going to be lifting with my clients with five, six different clients that I have. It. I'm. I got tired. Right. And then you saw, you know, I was consistent at certain locations, and their trainers out there, they're like, wait a second, this girl is onto something, and I just got banned banned i don't even know it would be great just to contact them and say am i still banned <laughs> you know what it's going to come full circle when they come knocking at your door and they want to do like a, a brand endorsement or like a partnership who with knows you. maybe this is it send me the clip so i can send it to planet fitness yeah. it's a great place it's a great place planet fitness please reach out to Masi, <laughs> and uh you know she 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 won't even she doesn't even need the the pizza on fridays you know what no 
I don't. <laughs> it was Tuesday and Bagel Mondays. Bagel Mondays? <laughs> I only know about Pizza Fridays. Pizza Fridays? They changed to Friday? Yeah, I thought it was like hey, a pizza. Hey, that's healthy, though. Bagel Tuesdays. So ba- there's Mondays. Oh, Bagel And Pizza Tuesdays. Back then. We're talking about like 11 years ago. Got it. Got they it. innovated oh, shout this out whole to thing. That. Think, shout about, out think about the psychology of it. Let me keep you coming. You're going to eat the... Okay, I'm sorry, Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but um, that, you know what? Uh, never mind. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's, it's, it comes full circle. That, it, it, it happens like that. So something recently happened to me where I wasn't led into a certain place many years ago. And they invited me just recently to... Who, who is that? To to attend to enter this building now that you're putting me on the spot who is it well i'll tell you after i'll tell you after after the camera's off and uh it it happens full thing full circle uh you know things happen like that all the time so you know planet fitness when they call (laughs) i want i want pizza on fridays Massey. it's okay it's okay um maybe we'll just make better pizza for people but right (laughs) after they kicked me out Take this out. I went to Central Park. So I used to have group fitness classes. Oh. In Planet, uh, Planet Fitness. Okay, Central Planet Park. Fitness, Central Park. And one person would show up, sometimes five, and it would be like $10 a pop. Just come, let's work out outside. And until it became so big, I got kicked out of Central Park. Not literally kicked out, but you needed a permit mm. to have hundreds of people gathered together wait you had hundreds of people there yeah at some point i had like 300 350 wow yeah all the events that all the events that we were holding (laughs) the teams colleagues of mine we had all these people show up wow and we needed a permit and it's an insane amount to host um yeah i'm sure at central Park. park yeah yeah I want to go back a little bit to when you were talking about like depression. So, you know, we talk about that topic, mental health, um, you know, here on the show, uh, very often, I think on every, every single show, we, we talk about the importance of mental health, not just physical health. Um, for someone that is, is going through depression, what is some advice that, that you, can, you can give them? Well, there's a lot of resources out there. I mean, I cannot speak or give advice because I'm not a psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you what I went through. Based on, on yeah, exactly. based on, on your experience. And one of the things is to not, he, here's the thing about like mental health. Yes, we're talking about it. But if you think about our people, oh, we don't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how Encanto brought up the um the topic of trauma literally and everyone i i couldn't i haven't had i haven't i yet have to have a conversation with someone who didn't have someone to relate to in yep. encanto yep. right and we don't want to talk about it ah no te van, te van a decir que eres loca. oh no you're crazy oh no don't talk about it we don't talk about mental no, no. health <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about mental health. Right. And and I feel like as adults, we all experience periods of periods of sadness, anxiety. Um, and now you're seeing it even more because of the demands. Technology, 
um, it's it's so crazy. And we're we're literally creating an environment where people will have more and more anxiety and depression. I mean, not too long ago, we've known of um, uh, Miss Universe. I mean, yeah. not Miss yeah, Universe, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, USA. Right. Um, yes. Right. She in, in New York. She. Yeah. She, yeah. And then Regina King's son. Right. who just committed suicide. So this is real. And what are we doing about it? What are creators doing about it? What are people uh, who are um, in positions where they get seen a lot, what are we doing about it? What do you think we, we, we can do more of? Well, being real, being more honest, uh, being more accepting of someone going through a hard time. Um, watching what you say to people, observing more, being less judgmental. There's a book that I really love, um, and many, made into a book, but it was a, a commandment, commend, oh Jesus, I can't even say that word. A speech <laughs> <laughs> uh, by Matthew um, David Foster Wallace. That's the writer. Um, nice. But it was a commencement speech. There we go. Hey. Yeah, it just, it just comes back yes. to you like that. Um, and he talked about us being in our default setting, yeah. how everything is about us. And it's, I recommend whoever is listening to this to go on YouTube. You'll find, you can get the book. It's translated in many different languages. It's such a table turner or or maybe that's not the right analogy it's the gems that you're going to find about awareness mm -hmm. you never know who's going through something maybe the person that is um with their head down or or not or even smiling. head down or Have yes it, yeah pardoning it up yeah for sure um it's sad or someone who you believe is standoffish is just super shy you know yeah. Or you never know what a person is struggling with at home. And here you are saying things that are just triggering that person. So I think um, the best for me, um, talking about it was very important because my family found out about my depression after the fact that they heard my story. Mm. My mom was devastated. She was literally devastated because she didn't know that I was going through a depression. And my dad as well, he didn't even know. I spent eight months in one room. And while he was saying, hey, um, go to school, do this. This is when he came back, part of the story that I never told. But he came back to the States. Um, my depression was such that I quit everything, school, work, anything. And knowing that he was uh, coming back to the States, he said, okay, I'll just stop paying rent. It was just something that I cannot explain to people. Yeah. One aspect of it is you being sad. Yes, you can experience sadness. But what I was experiencing was something completely different. And I just quit life. Man. Period. So for him and his eyes or his perception, I was just, I just didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to, I didn't want, I was just a rebel yeah yeah mind right. you they find out they find out later on and i relied on different things i relied on i think speaking about it with your family is something 
very important. And if you're not going to have that kind of support, you do have friends. There, there are other ways that there are hotlines that you can um, get on the phone. There are counselors in your schools. There's, there's so many different ways to talk about what you're feeling, yeah. right? Um, another thing that truly helped me was getting out and having the right circle, people that held me accountable, that, hey, in the gym was that, I made friends. And that's going to be hard for some people right. to make friends when they're feeling this way. But I'm, I am an extroverted kind of person. So I had people holding me accountable. Hey, why aren't you here? Being outside, meeting other people, finding ways in that kept my mind from thinking about my situation. So I engaged. I became obsessed, and it was a healthy obsession with what I was doing because the yeah. way I was feeling, how I was starting to look, literally the people that I started to meet, it ignited a different passion that I never thought I had. How long into it? Did you realize that that you had a passion, a love for what you were doing? Oh, like two years, like two years, um, because it was more about me yeah. than helping another person because I needed to help me. And we all have, when we think that we're hopeless, we are our best therapists. Mm. When you know something is off, you have an ability to rise above. You have to tell yourself, you have to rise above because it's either you're going to remain in pain or you're going to do the things that are going to get you out of pain. And yes, there will be growing pains, but it's better than staying where you are. Yeah. So these are pretty much the tools. I started eating better. I no longer eat like my culture. Not saying that I don't eat rice and beans and everything else, but I make it a lot healthier. Right. You know, I am just, just in love with yeah. movement and learning learning it keeps my mind occupied i read a lot i i am very blessed for my circle it's a healthy circle That's i have good. to let go of all the toxic that people is important that is key extremely surround important. yourself yeah with with good people you start limping mm -hmm. if you you know like el dicho que dice Dime con quién andas, te dirás quién eres. For sure. O si, si andas con un cojo, al año, al año cojeas. <laughs> I've never heard that one, but yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I get it. You know what? I, you know, sometimes, you know, they say, um, you know, misery loves company, right? Yes. And sometimes you just have to know when, when to let it go, when to let them go, you know? And it may be, you know, tough at first. I mean, it's happened to me, you know, where I have to let go of, of family or friends, people that I thought were going to be in my life forever. Um, but you have to know what's, what's best for you. Um, Masi, I know I asked you what advice would you have for people going through it? What do you think we can do as, as, as someone to support a person who's going through, you know, a tough time? Be there for them. Get them out. Show them something different. Show them that there's hope, that there's light, that their perception, like chemically. Yeah. Um, and, and this is not saying there are some people that will need 
and and medication mm. to get them started because it's a chemical imbalance mm -hmm. right be there for them listen to the cues actions speak louder than words and sometimes what it's when you see someone oh they're lazy they don't want to do anything they don't want to go out they don't want to be be there for them and, sh and and just support them how they need it yeah for me i just didn't i didn't have any interest in anything not even living therefore i i was so lucky and so blessed that i had people around me that showed me different because we don't hear well i don't know but um how far we are into this but we don't hear a lot of at least blacks and latinos a lot of mentorship we're not mm. used to that no we're not used to someone uh someone saying i'm gonna grab your hand and i'm gonna mentor you i'm gonna mentor you to be better and we need more of that there there is that You're right and You're i right. do that myself like mentorship i love that it's beautiful i'll i'll take on someone who who's starting i've done it with family members i've done it it's just it's so loving to just be kind to another human, to reach out, to give, you know, more than you take. I think that's also in in our our nature, you know, we we're all about familia, right? Yeah. So, you know, here with with my team and and you know, team members that have 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 came and and, and went I think that's something that that they would say is that we we all treat each other like family. And, you know, just, just being a mentor is very similar to, yeah. you know, being familia. Yeah. You bring and, someone and in and help them. Not enabling people. Because right. you, you can teach, you can give someone fish. You have to teach them how to fish. Because that's what's going to make the difference. For example, you, you may have, oh, I need this. You giving that to them is just not doing anything. Yeah. They're not going to learn. Teach them how to fish. Yeah. Teach them how to become who they want to become if it's within your means of course now i see that you are a very hard worker masi um how do you because i go through it myself how do you avoid burnout i burn out all the time <laughs> i'm the queen of burnouts hello yeah uh, i think i've had to understand and this was very hard for me because again you said it like it's in us like latinos are different yeah latinos are like yeah come to my house it's a five a uh, 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 a little room and it's like 12 of us <laughs> in, in one bed right um that's just who we are and i had to understand this um that i'm not gonna save everyone yeah that uh oh luisa think about luisa yep. from encanto mm-hmm Right? The strong, oh, the sister. strong one. Yeah. We're going to rely on them. And, and that's the thing. Like you have to be able to say no and you have to be able to choose opportunities um, and not do it all. And yeah. I've learned, I've learned, I've burnt out and mm -mm, you, you don't want to experience that because it's actually, it, it creates, I had uh, leaky gut. Literally, and for those who do not know what leaky gut is, please research that and you don't want that. Yeah. Because you have ulcers in your small intestine and they just travel, uh, anything like bacteria travels through your blood and it's a slippery slope. 
Wow. Right? I, when so, you first said leaky gut, I thought you were talking about, you know, um, like figuratively. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Literally. For real, for real. Yeah. So, and how am I avoiding burnouts now? I say no. I say no. I, even if, if, like, I just say no. I take on what I know I can handle. Yeah. And... I just let go of the things that I cannot control. That's such a skill, Messi, because it's tough. For me, it's tough. For me, it's tough to say no. And not just like for people or family, um, clients. It's always like, yes, 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 yes. You know, de vez en cuando, sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I can't do it, right? And But I, I that's something that I have to work on. The... The, the burnout, the, the say no, um, people always tell me that, um, like, oh, man, you're always working, man. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I had a 12, 15-hour day, blah, 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 back to back. Oh, man, I have to get like you. I'm like, no, you don't want to do that, man. Like, yeah. I know when to stop, too. Like, you know, if I'm going back to back days on, on like, long days, I know that the, the following day I have to just chill because just being – what we do is, is creative work most times a lot of the times and we can't be creative if, if we're burned out yeah or if you're stressed out thinking about everything you have to do <laughs> yes it almost paralyzes you at times no yes i literally went a year of not even posting quality content because wow. a lot of there's so many life transitions that have happened in the last two and a half years for me and you just feel like burned out, like you're not yourself, that you're just catering to everyone, that you're trying to do everything, that you're trying to do the most. Yeah. I said no. So, for example, like, yes, I'm knowledgeable in a lot of things, but I'm not an expert and I, I'm, I don't have a degree in these things. So when people here I am giving people advice on the things that I know that are accurate and factual. Mm. But what have I done with my business now? I know what I serve, but. I am going to hire a physical therapist to overlook my programming mm -hmm. because that's what they studied. Right. If I need help in a strength and conditioning um, program, I do have those resources of my team. I've built a team of professionals yeah. where, you know, it's not on me because I don't have the time anymore to go and get a degree and, and, and continue say get a master's in physiology right uh, who are we kidding here but i know that i'm going to take that off my plate mm -hmm. and or i'm just gonna look for help i'm not going to try to do it all myself and i am going to say no even to family members yeah and that's very important for people it's the hardest thing that you're gonna do but you have to say no now if i tell you about the the fish right right if, for example, someone is coming and saying, hey, I want I want help or hey, can you help me up with this? Because they maybe see something. Oh, she's she has this or she's accomplished that. Oh, you have no idea how we, how much I've had to work to accomplish these things and how. How I just have bigger responsibilities. Nothing has changed. The responsibilities are now so heavy. 
and you're looking at me like you don't understand <laughs> yeah, what one, I'm saying. 1000%. Yeah, exactly. Of so if I go and say, okay, I'm gonna teach you how to fish and you say no, then you don't want it. Masi, I teach people how to fish like on a weekly basis and I have no problem with it, you know, but like a lot of my peers in the industry are like, man, I like how you did this or how can I do that? Or I want to, you know, do what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, here you go. I literally will tell them how to fish. I'll, I'll teach them how to fish. Ask me how many people have started to fish. Casi nadie, nobody. Because it's hard. It's extremely hard. They just see the polished Masi. They see the, you know, your content. They see, oh, I want to do what you're doing. But when it comes down to it, it's once they realize the work that goes behind it, that, you know, not everyone is, 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 is up to, to put in the work like you, Masi. Not at all. And um, I wake up, so for example... I've took notice in the past, like, uh, like three, four years, because I'm, I've always been intrigued with how people think, yeah. right? And I took notice that you can give someone the best programming of exercise. Yeah. You can give them the best supplements, the best nutrition. Are they going to follow through? Right. Is there behavior that I have to change? in order to have them follow through. So what am I doing? I'm back in school. By March, I'll have another badge on me that makes me different. I haven't stopped learning. Amazing. And it doesn't matter. I will continue to go. Seek, how can I be better in everything that I do? And it's it's just how I'm wired. Um, but there's a lot of people that do not see what's behind and this what's happening right now, even with social media, and we were talking about this, things are changing. They're changing drastically where um, now people's attentions are like what? Before it was like six seconds, now it's three, now it's two, like one. Now things are just changing. That's point you five. Know? So they don't know I have to wake up. Like I'm a single mother. Two and a half, two and a half years ago, and I'm still going through it, yeah. a horrible divorce. Man that I'm still, they don't know I'm mom and dad financially for my daughter. Man. While they see something else, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, first and foremost, wake up 5.30 in the morning, get in my study, get, in, get ready before everyone gets up because I have team members that are um, on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up at 5.30, they're just starting. Mm. And I'm here, okay, well, I have... Two and a half hours before everyone wakes up. What can I do with those two and a half hours? Preparing that team because it's very important what we do. We have people's lives in our hands mm -hmm. when we put up a program. It's, it's not right. just exercise and nutrition. You're literally creating a programming that can hurt an individual mm -hmm. or not hurt that individual. So this is where you have the responsibility to bring in people that know better and overlook at, you know, Yes, I'm creating this uh, program. Can I add some DNS in there? Can I add some PT? Am I not seeing certain things? So it takes a while to develop a program, yeah. right? Um, 
than my daughter. It's a routine. When I have her 50% of the time, but it's a routine. Yeah. And possibly I will have her 100% of the time moving yeah. on. So it's a routine that I have with her. And it is so hard to be a single mom. It's so hard to be a single working mom. And I just have one. But again, all the other businesses are like my babies too. Right. So I am my own CEO, my own manager, my own, I'm my mom and dad, because I consider myself mom and dad yeah. for her. Um, then the talent, then the social media, then what are you going to do with your career? Then that's what's been for the past two and a half years. And I've made it seem like nothing is happening. <laughs> right. And everything is happening. Right. Every single day. So... <laughs> Creating the content. I am so sore right now because I'm creating not only for YouTube, I'm creating for TikTok, I'm creating for Instagram. Like, when does it stop? Right. Creating it doesn't. It, yeah, creating long form and then making it into short oh form. Oh my God. Then my daughter comes from, I uh, have to go pick her up from school. Then, you know, now that she's there from school, I, I am present. I cook for her breakfast, lunch, and dinner, homemade. <laughs> I'm here like tearing. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, and I and literally, and this is why I was telling you, I I live under a rock. I feel like you know that meme where it has the the hat, the smiling face here, the mask, but like the 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 back face or behind the mask are like like crying, but yeah, the front, the front mask is like smiling. In those days, sometimes come. it's it's it's. I'm sure it's it's like that. I haven't taken a vacation in the past five years. What is that? Con, what is a vacation? What? Con que what se come is a vacation? vacation? What is a vacation? You know? How do you pronounce that? Vacation? Vacation? No, I never heard of it. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just a lot of work, and a lot of people may may not be for it. But uh, I said to myself, "Hey, I just I just love to stay busy. I love what I do." I am in the right space for the right reason. I love the stories we get, the group, the community. Like, I, I love it. Masi, for someone that you're talking about, like you, you're creating these, these workout regimens and, 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 and providing like, I don't know, like a, uh, a meal plan or helping them with, with their, their food intake. I'm, I'm assuming for someone who's not, motivated how do you get someone motivated you yourself how do you get someone motivated well most people like it's about 20 percent of people who are ready to make a change usually you'll have people in the pre-contemplation stage they're like oh yeah i want to but i won't there's something that is going to happen in your life in which it will demand for you to get healthier period maybe you're in your 20s you won't do it you just have to do it like my mom, for example, this little lady, she lived chronically like stressed. And we Man. talked about like the generational curse, yep. like always scratching through, always stress, stress. My mom ended up with fibromyalgia and that's something that she cannot change anymore. So at the end of the day, and I get real serious when we're talking about health and wellness, like this is not just me doing workout videos and showing you that I, I can do all these things. Like, no, for me, what I do is extremely important because the programming is not only about, oh yeah, here's a workout and here's um, your nutrition. No, mm -hmm. I'm gonna change your life. Yeah. And you are going to change whether it's one step at a time. 
So there's no cookie cutting anything. I don't cookie cut anything. I'm not the person that is going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm the person that is going to tell you what you, like literally the truth. Yeah. And the truth is, well, you're going to end up crashing if you don't make a change right now. And, you know, we humans, we think we are immortal until something happens to us. So for me, it was my brother. It was seeing my family, how I have brothers right now. And there's nothing that I can do. They're going to change whenever they want to change. My parents were just here. Uh, my dad ended up losing 25 pounds. He's been complaining of his feet for years now. Until now, he no longer complains of his feet because the inflammation, three months, in three months, literally, all inflammation gone. Increasingly muscle mass, looks better, feels better. And it was a process to change that behavior. And it's not easy to be healthy because of all the misinformation that, you're, that you have out there. What changed for your pops? The fact that he was in pain. And the fact that he saw my mom. Like, there's nothing my mom can do. She's going to live like this in pain for the rest of her life. Pain is manageable, but the medication and the prescription medication that she actually takes, it's called pregabalin, it does the opposite. It worsens what she already has for mm. a temporary relief. So when he says, yeah, fitness, there's an aesthetic component for it. Yeah. That we all, oh yeah, I want to look better. But at the end of the day, we want to feel better. When you try to feel better, you're going to look better. Right. As simple as that. And here in America, man, we are unhealthy. We're so unhealthy. And more so in the inner city. The inner city youth. I mean, you know, I, I grew up in Southgate. I was, I was sharing with you earlier. Um, we don't have healthy eating places, right? Like, Eat healthy restaurants or anything like that it's all fast food um of course there's there's grocery stores but like the groceries all the health healthy stuff is expensive like in the inner cities too um f for people that live in the inner city for you know the youth that is in the inner city um you know what what advice would you give to to them because Eating fast food is so easy, Messi. It's like in every corner. It's America. They want to keep us unhealthy. I mean, medical field here, the industry of medicine is a very lucrative um, business, right? So, um, you know, our bodies are very resilient. So we can beat it up, beat it up, beat it up, beat it up for years until it's too late. Um, we say living in poverty, what are you going to find? People just coping with their traumas with alcohol mm -hmm. or with unhealthy food, with unhealthy habits. And for me, it was my brother. And I, I look for resources. I remember when I, I was, I, oh my God, 11, it's 11 years. And I'm telling you, it was hard. I would, I put myself in the libraries. I couldn't afford the certifications, the money. I didn't have it. Let's go to the library because what's the difference between me learning this information and me, oh, passing a test. Okay. Right. That'll come. And after that, it was so easy because I already knew the information, yeah. you know, but why can I say there's so many different ways in which we can be healthy by buying things in bulk. 
and not necessarily you have to think like oh buy spirulina like hey oatmeal that's not inexpensive right right if you're going like say costco there's some people that may not even be able to afford a costco right, right? right. so keeping it simple being healthy doesn't come with this big um words or this big superfoods for example Mm -hmm. not a lot of people know that frozen fruits and vegetables are actually better than the produce that we're getting right now that it's considered fresh and a lot of people don't know that right they're when they're freezing foods in, in in any food that's healthy of course whole foods like fruits and vegetables is flash frozen so it's not being transported from like peru over here or mexico and over here it's not being in direct sunlight, right? It ripens when it needs to ripen. They uh, freeze it, and that's it. It doesn't touch uh, light. It doesn't travel. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's actually healthier. So you that. do have, yeah. well, now we know something better. Yeah. You can buy frozen. It's going to be cheaper than buying fresh produce. Last longer, of course. Of course it lasts longer. You can buy um in bulk, yeah. you can keep it simple. Literally, keep it simple. Think about it. The three major macronutrients, for example, carbs, fats, protein. Protein, eggs are cheap. Chicken would be cheap. There's so many different ways right now. Putting it together is where we fail or actually not making a plan. Mm. So that we can cook from home. And now we, we can meal prep right. together as a family. Or, you know, we can meal prep and then not have to skip a meal. And now we're just going to go for whatever. But it's hard. And the best thing that I can tell anyone, inner city or not, be smart. Be smart how you spend your money. I remember, um, maybe this is going to be helpful for a lot of people, when... This was probably like five, eight years ago. And I just started developing these programs. And some of the programming, I wanted people to have like bands. I remember the money that I was getting from the programming, I didn't spend it on the cars and the bags and the shoes and the this. I reinvested it into my business. I reinvested it in things that were going to like, why do you need the latest J's, the Jordans, to keep up with the Joneses? Right. When you can save that money, get you a, a cheaper pair, who cares what people think? Yep. Because at the end of the day, you're going to start saving your money, saving your money, and accumulating that until you can buy yourself a car yep. that can transport you places. You know what I mean? Or sure. investing in the things that you want to invest in that are real, that are going to serve a purpose. And I reinvest in things into my supplement company, into these bands. I used to, it's not, I'm not making this up. When I used to live in Marina Ray with a bike, I would jump on my bike. I would seal the packages myself, put these packages, go to the mailbox, drop it at the mailbox and come right back. That's what I used to do while my colleagues were buying $100,000 cars. That car depreciated in value. What didn't depreciate was my business that now the supplement company is 
five, six years in the making and thriving because it's a good product, period. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or now uh, what I started doing the programming and like the bands, now I have more and serve more. I love that. But I reinvested in myself, not what people wanted to see. Oh, just to show people that I am doing it. No, I am going to do it. But it takes that period of sacrifice of, of, of not caring what people think. If I do not care what people think of me, I do not care if, if they think, uh, what, whatever, like, oh, my programming is that way. You'll come back for sure. You'll come back because you're going to see the truth is there. I'm smiling because every, I mean, you, you just, you just share some crazy facts and, and the reality of things. I mean, you said in the last two minutes, mm -hmm. there's, there's so much realness in what you said. Um, sacrifice is something that a very small amount of people are willing to do. Sacrifice is, 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 is key. The fact that you would get on your bike and, and do all these things. And, you know, a lot of people don't know. I mean, I, 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 I've been driving this, this car. I, I, for a long time, that isn't a luxury car, Masi. And, I've in in that money that could have gone to a luxury car, I've invested it in 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 the media company. And you know, before I could afford, you know, or when I there was a <laughs> there was a moment when I first started my career in radio and um it was uh I was in that new money phase, right? And I started spending money on sneaker, I started spending money like alomenso, as my mom would say. And it was, I spent like $800 on a pair of shoes once, resale. And um, it was at that point where I was like, okay, that's, that's just dumb. And uh, eventually I just started investing, 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 investing. Granted, it takes a while, you know, mm -hmm. we, we're, we're, we're all young. We make, we don't make the best in, uh, um, with our money at times. But, you know, today that's, that's all I do. I see just put the money back into the business. You know, of course, you, you know, we have some fun and, and, and we enjoy life and, and we're, we're blessed now at, at this point of, of, of my life. Um, but that, man, that sacrifice is so, so real. People, many people want the success, but a very small amount are willing to, to give something up. Give, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. Um, maybe sleep a little less at times, you know, um, you know, work, work a full-time job and then, and then get, and then get home and then work on, on your passion project that eventually can become your full-time job. Um, people just, you know, want to get home and, and sleep and that's fine, but there has to be sacrifice in order for you to, to push to the next level in, in your life. And, and it seems like when, when I keep hearing about, you know, the different phases in your life, Masi, it's, it's inspiring. It's motivating for me. And at the same time, I, I can relate. Um, I, oh, I just love, you know, Mondo and friends because, uh, it's my show. Hey. But, <laughs> hey, but I love Mondo and friends because it just, it's so real. And it's, it, it kind of takes the, 
the the curtain that the, the drapes down from what we are used to seeing on on social media which is like the the pressure to be picture perfect right i'm guilty of it too sometimes i you know i i try i try to be as honest as as i as i could and share hey you know i, I posted something not long, that long ago um when I was 20 years old, I was looking at a photo of myself at, at 20 and, and I, and I cried. Um, cause I thought, man, I'm so ugly. And, uh, you know, now that I think about it, it's funny, but, um, at that point it was real. And, uh, I, I, I share those things, but at the same time, I don't want to share those things cause you know, I'm scared of, of, of being judged and, uh, scared of, of what are what are people gonna say? What are clients gonna say? Or what are? But it, it it comes to a point where people like you and I have to be transparent and 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 tell our stories because we're we are in that position to to inspire, to motivate, to make a change. Um, you know, for someone that is looking at at, at you right now and. And sharing your story of, of of sacrifice and and determination and, and the passion and just going for it, um, based on what I see on 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 your page, Masi, you make everything look so easy, and <laughs> and and that's but that that that's just that's just how amazing you are. At at the top of the show, I should have introduced you as Superwoman. Ah! That's what I that's what I should have done. Um, I can tell you this. I work. And, and here's the thing, people relate what you do with an outcome, right? Like, I'm a beast, period. I take everything, athletically speaking, I'm a beast. I work so hard. People don't get to see that because there's no point of me, and I've analyzed this. W women... Mostly, they don't want to think, oh, or people, just period. They don't want to think, oh, I have to do that? Absolutely not. It scares them from actually making a change. So I've shifted certain things where you're going to see the beast mode eh, from time to time, but I'm going to give you something that you can do. Right. Because, again, how many times are you going to see me being great? It's not about me. It's about those who I'm touching. But they don't get to see what I do in order to speak through a whole 45 minute workout on camera and or wherever I am. And I'm while they're huffing and puffing, I'm here just talking, just going through the movements. Right. Right. So, and it just goes, just like I said, everything that I do, I just try. How can I level up? There's a different level. And that's, that was unlocked by all the things that I learned through a lifestyle change. People forget, I'm Dominican. We have a very poor diet. We, um, I was supposed to fail. Right. I was supposed to be statistic, period. What I had to do in order to get to this point, I'm like, I can do anything. I'm like, put me through the fire. I've been through the fire. I know that I'm gonna get at it. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get through. This is just, oh, there's always a lesson. And it's going to be, I'm just going to get better and better and better. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's, I really hope that whatever intentionally, what I put out there, whether Instagram or any social media platform, 
allows it to, for people to reach or not reach. You know how weird things are getting with the reach and the algorithms and whatever. Yeah. Um, I really hope that people can resonate with it. And that is just helping in any way. And hopefully my life story can motivate people. I'm not going to stop. I really love what I do. And there's plenty of things that I do and plenty of ways that I can go about it. And sometimes you are not born with a talent. Sometimes you have to work to develop that talent. That <laughs> is so freaking important to know. A lot of people think that Masi is just gifted. Mondo oh, is just gifted. Oh my God, no! We, we were born to do this. No. What do you have to learn? Masi, I grew up a very shy, introverted kid. I did radio <laughs> for 15 plus years in television as a host, as, as a correspondent, as a producer, directing... Today, I, I own my own media company. We pitch to brands on a daily basis. We do interviews, you know, on a, on a daily basis. And I'm still this, like, shy, introverted kid deep down. But I learned how to communicate. I learned how to interview. I learned how to be in front of a camera, how to be behind a microphone. I learned that. I was far far from this i love it i have no family in the industry me neither. no friends that i knew right that can get mm -hmm. me in my mom and dad come from a small town in, in mexico when i, I told them it. that i wanted to be in, in entertainment i wanted to be on tv i wanted to be on the radio and like mijo that's loco <laughs> <laughs> mijo that's loco <laughs> Wait, do you know my mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you said earlier, you know, you're, you said your, your mom didn't support you because she wasn't physically, you know, by your side. Um, that support. No, no, no. Let me rephrase that because she's very hurt. My mom is very hurt. She's like, I've always been there for you. How come you didn't tell me this? I've just been proud I just, just didn't want anyone to help me, anyone to know anyone. I was just too proud. Yeah. And when I said, oh, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to prove to all of you guys that I'm going to make it. And making it, I, I don't know, making it meant I'm going to learn the culture, white picket fence, home, what, whatever they paint in America yeah. here, yeah. right? That's what I said. Um, my father thought I was crazy. My, my father said, go back to school what do you think you're gonna just work at a gym all your life i said no i'm gonna do what i'm passionate about i'm gonna do what sets my soul on fire because i'm not gonna be unhappy and that's the key yep. if you're doing something that you love and you just work on your craft and being the best you're gonna you're gonna do great and and learning all these things i've been put I've said yes to opportunities, not knowing how it was going to, uh, okay, I'll learn it. Let's go. I was reading and doing all my material, remembering lines. And then someone, I did a job 
just recently and they told me what are you talking about you learn all these things no it was for almond board i did something for almond uh almond board of california and that's when i knew that even the best of the best were reading of a teleprompter yeah and i was already preparing myself for for what i was learning lines <laughs> and remembering these things and and jesus i've i can even people they need to believe in themselves that they can learn something that they can learn to be great you have to be able to make the mistakes fail that's how you learn yep you don't anyone who doesn't make mistakes is someone who just have done all the mistakes i just tweeted yesterday if you show up you can't fail let's say you don't you go let's say you, you go and play basketball and your team loses that doesn't make you a failure you learned you learned while you were on that court on that field that's how life is if you show up you're not failing yeah i mean you're learning every every lesson uh, every story gives you a lesson for you to learn like even that play okay what went wrong right and that's how we're going to get better next time I love sports. I was introduced to sports um, later on, and I've trained with oof, some amazing. That's how I turned. I went from like bodybuilding to athletic training, and I perform. I was gonna say that even at my age, I am thriving. Your thirties are like your twenties. What are you talking about? No, I'm thriving. Yes, you uh, are. Yes, you what? are. <laughs> Come on. Go ahead, Masi. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, when you were in your 20s, you look at people in their 30s and you're like, oh, they're so old. Like, no, I'm just starting to live. Yeah. We're just getting started here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a different time. I think, I think uh, you know, years back, I, like I look at pictures. I, th I talked to, to, to Fred and, and Marvin about this. You look at pictures that like uh, of our parents and, and, you know, they at, our age i'm like wow it looks so old you know but i i just think it's it's different like we're cool you know we got some swag of course we do hey. <laughs> i don't and, know but and i, I think they're 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 they they're they're, 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 they're life they say um uh vivido una, una, vivido una vida más dura, right ellos like mm -hmm. i think they had it tougher in certain ways um and I think that that ages someone uh, a little more. Stress ages you. Stress yes. definitely ages. Um, now, Masi, I just want to thank you for, for coming by here today. No, thank you for um, having me. We touch on some awesome things. A lot. <laughs> a lot. And uh, you're such a an amazing role model thank you. Uh, for our gente, for, you know, boys and girls, youth, adults uh everywhere uh people everywhere and uh i think it's a beautiful thing what you're doing uh i think it's an amazing thing and uh, again i thank you for for coming amando and friends and sharing your your amazing inspiring story of resilience of strength of passion of hard work and uh man masi before you go i have a quick rapid fire with masi adias you ready Yay. to go yes favorite spanish word Oh my God. Vaina. 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 Salsa or merengue? Merengue. Favorite piece of tech that you use? 
My iPhone. Your <laughs> iPhone? Okay. Favorite Latino food dish? Sancocho. Sancocho. I haven't had a Sancocho in a long time. I can make you some. Fire. Do you do, you do like a healthy version? Like, can you do There's a, no healthy version of Sancocho. If you're going to have Sancocho, just have Sancocho. Right. Okay. Yes, you have to do it right. <laughs> okay. There are healthier versions, but I mean, like you, you are what you do every day, not what you do once in a while. Hey, I like so that. So have your Sancocho <laughs> the right way. Uh, best singer of all time. Oh, my God. How are you going to put me in the spot like that? Latino? No. It could be any genre. Best any singer? How do you best singer? Your favorite singer. singer. My oh. favorite singer? Of all time. Of all time? Masi, I've asked you so many questions, and this one's the one oh that's, my God. that's that, that Wait stumps you. Wait a second. You. <laughs> um, is there a thing of not having a favorite singer? Sure. You'll be our first, but <laughs> we'll, we'll accept it. Who do you listen to the most? I listen Throw to I, a lot of things. Yeah? I listen to everything. Yeah, and that's why. Like, I just... It's tough. It's just tough. Well, then you're going to love my next question. Greatest rapper of all time? Um, define greatest rapper. Your favorite Jay-Z. rapper. Jay-Z. Jay. Ho. Yes. You want to go back to your the best singer? Favorite singer? It's definitely not him. <laughs> <laughs> um... Best uh, favorite singer. Um, First one to come to mind. This is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, he's amazing. He's very I like talented. Bruno Mars. I think he's our he's our Michael Jackson. Of, I like of, him. Of our generation. I like Usher. Usher's amazing. I like Neo. I like his creativeness with his writing. Um, I like a lot of people for a lot. Like different things. That's perfect. I'll take all three. Yeah. <laughs> Michael La- Jackson. MJ was the best. Mm-hmm. Lastly, a nickname that no one really knows about. Mattel. Mattel. For me? Yes. Mattel. Mattel. Who called you? Who calls That's you? That's my dad. Maciel. Mattel. Mattel. So it's not Masi, it's Maciel. So, so- Mattel, um, I used to like the toy. Like the toy Wait, company. Wait, Mattel is your, your pops? Or is that what they call you? Call me. They call you Mattel. Mattel. Yes, the, 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 the toy brand. Yeah. Mattel. Because it sounded like Maciel. Oh, that's cute. And I used to be obsessed with like Mattel uh, products. They make Barbies, no? They make everything. Make a lot of things. Mattel, thank you so much <laughs> for coming by. Masi Arias. Thank you. Mondo. You're amazing. You are, Thank you. you are amazing. I think we are all amazing in our own different ways. For a second, I felt very special, but then you just kind of ge- generalize. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you, amazing. Then you generalized it, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm not you that special. You are amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I appreciate you coming. Thank you, Masi. No, thank you. And thank you so much for watching Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.